Oh, welcome back to Court on a Coat Rack, the Friday episode, everyone's favourite. The weekend's here, the party's started, it's Friday night. It's upon us, it is upon us. That song that we were talking about earlier on. What one? Dunno. (laughs) I am George H. Martin, the fine, fine, handsome host of this fine, fine show. And the man who lets us all down, even his own parents... Sam Craft. Thank you. You're right, Sam. You seem yeah. a bit down. Letting people down, apparently. What, you don't agree Me with I, that? Well, I don't let society down. <laughs> Do you not? No. I give it 10% effort every day, all day. So, over a week? It equals 70. Which is enough. It's enough. I don't think that's how percentages work. That's Sam Craft. He does enough. Yeah. yeah. A lovely tagline yeah. for you there. Sam Craft. He does enough. That's what... If I was running for a political position, I'd say, oh, Sam Craft, he does enough. Yeah. No bells and whistles. No, he just does... Not in the budget for that. He does the absolute minimum he can get away with. No, (laughs) I don't do just enough. I do enough. Oh, okay. (laughs) I want to do a little mock-up of you doing a local election campaign with that tagline. I sent you the video of the guy that up north that was running for the general election last year, I think it was. And he had like a little jingle at the end of it. I'll send you the video. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait for that. So, Sam, what have you been up to these past couple of days? Uh, I experienced a major piece of road rage this morning. Did you? What happened? Well, I was going down the A259. Of course. The Little Hampton Road, some people may call it. And uh, I I was going past Centenary House at 50 mile an hour. Speed limit. (laughs) Went past... uh, So I was coming up to the roundabout. It's going to turn right to head down towards Terringes for anyone that knows Worthing, and uh, and yeah, so this car in the uh, in the lane next to me started all of a sudden just slowing down and stopping as we got to the roundabout, and I was still approaching at about thirty mile an hour. You know, I was I was enough to stop at the roundabout, but not before. Still in limit, as and well. he started letting this cyclist go across the road. Oh, I don't believe. All right, and you don't like cyclists. Don't like cyclists anyway. No, and this cyclist, he was like walking his feet on the floor. If you get what I mean. Like what motorbike motorbikeist? Yeah, uh, to, to start, yeah. To, so he'd gone into that lane and he was still walking. But as he started getting to my lane, I was like, "Oh, he's going to come over to my lane." So I had to emergency stop. Really? Yeah, I had to emergency stop. And what you left it there and just got on with it? No, beat the horn. Okay. I swore at the car next to me. Oh, because he, he's in. Well, he shouldn't have let the fucking prick go. But <laughs> <laughs> genuine anger. All right, and then the guy on the bike—he looked a bit like a bit of a, you know. You know, he looks a bit. He looked like he'd experienced some heroin in his time, maybe. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so, so, for fuck's sake, swearing at him as well, with the windows up. But uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he's got. He's tried to like make it quick. Was obviously luckily there wasn't a car behind me. Otherwise, no. I think we could have had uh, a road traffic accident. Incident, uh, sorry, because an accident implies it was no one's fault. Isn't it, it called an RTC, a collision? No, it's, it's an incident now, isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, it's a collision. Yeah, well done. Hot fuzz knowledge. Mm, yeah. mm, uh, better believe it. Um, or I would have hit a cyclist. And either way, Sam Craft would have been the dick. Wouldn't yeah. It? Because let's have it, George. I'm a bit of a figurehead around here. People go for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean you've got a target on your back? No, I've got a target on my back. Why? Why do you think that? Well, I'm a bit of a knob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone, someone the other week said that we're a. I'm a c-word. Yes. That someone that I don't even know said I'm a c-word. You very much painted that target. Yeah. 
uh, your own back. Can we tell that C word story? Is it really worth it? It's just someone that we played football against was randomly speaking to someone and said, that, oh yeah, he's a C word. Yeah, about you. Even, don't, don't even know this kid. Yeah, but what did he say about me? Nice guy, apparently. <laughs> yes, yeah. there you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. I told you I come across as the nice one in this scenario. Jokes on him. Who? I am a C word. Well, yeah. yeah. So there I you mean, go. he's a good judge of character at least, isn't he? It's not, it's, it's not, e, you, not a good judge of character because I admit it. No. I mean, so you, oh, people told me he's a C word. He's told me himself. Now, a few. But mom- anyway, oh, so. Oh, as, oh, oh, oh. As this. Oh, he's awoken. Uh, uh, right. But as I, this cyclist was trying to get like quicker across to the central reservation so he could cross the next side of the road dangerously, I imagine. Yeah, that was his name, he's put his, he's put his foot on the pedal to sort of like pedal it along a bit. The chain snaps off. Right, karma. So as he's gone to push down really hard, his foot's just gone all the way down really quick. Good. The chain snapped off. Nearly fell off his bike. I laughed. <laughs> With, With the windows up. <laughs> I don't want to be caught laughing. Don't want to see flying in. <laughs> a couple of months ago, Sam, do you remember I I had my fascination and still have a fascination with um, hats, balloon uh, hats. No, I do like balloon hats, mm. but no, local news mm. was my fascination. Mm. And uh, I got sent an article today, which is local news, but not local to us. Mm. It's local to Yorkshire, but I hope we can... Um, if anyone wants to know, that's up north. Yeah, mm. too too far north for us anyway. Leeds, Huddersfield. Um, now I'm not Scarborough. This is scum. This has no reflection on us whatsoever. It's just a story that got sent in. So Yorkshire News Online has thirty one thousand likes. Yeah, yeah, it's a popular place. This bloody hell. Um, I'll, I'll just read it. Uh, read the first line for you. Mm. <laughs> oh, this, compose yourself. This is serious. News. I don't. This is serious. I don't want anyone to think this is like satire or anything like that. Susanna Reid would have practiced this four times before reading this out. Right. This is like the Queen dying. What I want you to do. This is okay. Like the Queen dying. It's. um, Do you mean to do like a BBC News like intro sort of thing? So like the music bit. And then. And then give me a bong. Give me a bong. Boom. Midget stuck in poo bin for three days after falling in while disposing of bag. Boom. We'll just dissect this for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was news at 10 mixed with BBC News. Okay. Way, so, a bit weird. Uh, for those who, that, who didn't hear, mm. a midget got stuck in a, in a dog poo bin, I believe mm. it is. It for could be a human poo bin. <laughs> human poo bin in the park <laughs> for three days. After falling in while disposing of a bag. Now, the 49-year-old, Walter Lorenzo, from Ashton, was found on Monday morning by a Preston council worker emptying the park bin. <laughs> hey, John, come out of this! <laughs> no. Someone's put their fucking baby in the bin! <laughs> no! No, this is serious news. You can't be doing any jokes about this, okay? The three foot ten <laughs> tall man... Was unconscious and severely dehydrated, so he was rapidly transported to Royal Preston Hospital, where he was admitted in a critical condition. See, it's serious. James Taylor, the bin man who found Mr. Lorenzo, Mr. Lorenzo, described the scene in an interview with the Preston News Network. <laughs> and I was going to quote. Would you like me to read this bit in an awful accent? Can you do it? But can you please? Uh, censor yourself because I don't want to censor you later 
I opened the bin and saw this little camp upside down. At first I simply laughed, but then I realised he was almost dead and I called 999. Can, can this be real? <laughs> I opened the bin and saw that. <laughs> upside down at first I simply laughed now and what's beautiful is is this like a a fake news I, I mean thing? It, it, it it's m- gotta be isn't it it must be like satirical news surely they are not putting that on their newspaper no. so the guy's gone oh I've <laughs> seen the little <laughs> it, no it's, it's I've seen the little bastard it's satirical news but I'm almost adamant it happened it's a true story but with satirical element yeah so, Mr. Lorenzo said he was walking his... Fortunately, the medical staff were able to stabilise Mr. Lorenzo. No, I've got an issue with this line. Mm. Mr. Lorenzo mm. says he was walking his three dogs, okay? Mm. Uh, can you just describe Mr. Lorenzo for me? Uh, if you read the above paragraph, it'll make sense. Why? According to doctors, he broke his left thumb. Don't know how you do that, falling a dog pooping. And his right foot, that's when he's in a wheelchair. Oh! <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Well, I have no issue with the story then. I don't know what... And I... fell in the box, alright, on a Friday morning after attempting to get rid of his dog poo bags. and have, have... Right, so the photo of the dog poo bin in question uh, is... is uh, I'm not going to lie, George. Uh, I think the top of the bin is taller than him. Yep. Yeah. Um, so how the fuck has he fallen in there? I'm almost willing to say this is um, fake. Yeah, this news. But what I, a fantastic story that is! I found. <laughs> is there any other news stories you've come across where you thought, "Oh my god, like that's yeah, almost too good to be true"? Um, and they they always turn out that the they've lied a little bit in there. Not lied, but just. So one I read once about a man falling off a ladder onto a ketchup bottle. He was admitted to a hospital. Uh, yeah. And he had a ketchup bottle up his uh, anus. And um, they said, oh, how did it get up there? And he said, I, was, uh, oh, I came back with my shopping and noticed something was dodgy with my guttering. So I put the ladder up, climbed the ladder and fell off and fell onto the ketchup bottle. Do you know what the doctor put in his notes? It said um, it would have been believable if there wasn't a condom already on the bottle. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. That's one of my favourites. Yeah, but that's been around years. That. That yeah, yeah. That's that's one of those. That's um, been a, that's a fucking Daily Star special. The Daily Star are absolutely terrible. Still ten p cheaper than the Sun. Yeah, um, good reason why. Yeah, and uh, and I don't like the Sun, but still, this uh, the Daily Star headline. So last week you were sad, huh? Last week you were sad. Sad. Yeah. Yes, yeah, seasonal something disorder. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm getting over my SAD. Sad. Because it's coming into summer. Still seasonal summer, by the way. You don't yeah. need to try, try and I'm change it. I'm trying to think of something to make you sound happy in the summer. Now, you, you're a man who always has... A good thimble collection. <laughs> <laughs> you could have given me a hundred guesses and I wouldn't have gone with that. A hundred, you would have been wrong. <laughs> you... you Always have something coming up, don't mm. you? Do you have uh, any holidays coming up this year? I'm going to Greece. Are you? Yeah. Now, you were talking to me about someone that was going on a cruise. I'm not sure if we could mention this, but mm. it was just their um, their love for cruises, <laughs> okay? And you saying, 
because uh, this is definitely someone that could listen to the show so I don't know how much we can go into this yeah. why would you spend three grand how much do cruise cost you how much that I know this is my friend that told me that he, he was being asked to go on a cruise he, he was being yeah. asked to go on a and cruise and he said why would I spend three grand on a cruise for a week or f- I think it was 1800 quid or 1500 quid for a cruise for a week when I could go to Turkey for 800 quid all inclusive <laughs> absolutely fair enough yeah I would love to go on a cruise mm. but I have absolutely no idea why people well, would I was looking at going on one uh, in the uh, for the same week that I'm going away this year not going to tell the week so P&O no it was uh, Norwegian cruise lines uh, around some Greek and long way away uh, from Norway Greek and Italian areas sort of thing yeah uh, fly from uh, do it from Venice that was a that was a thousand pounds each. Thousand pounds, mm. as little All as inclusive a as well. Wow, mm. that's like, that's not bad, including your flights. Would you, would you? So you go to a place and you, you stop off around. Some, yeah, you fly, that one. You had to fly to Venice and then you go round. Then you, so you fly to Venice and then you get a cruise a, a cruise round. Yeah, can't you just go from Dover or something? Yeah, but that's a two week cruise to get to the Med. Christ, whole, yeah. two weeks. No, it's, a, it's like you spend the first week basically getting to the good bit of the med. Yeah, but surely on the ship they have uh, table tennis. I do, yeah. And as Kanye West tweeted the other day, mm. I'm nice at ping pong. Yeah. Which I'm. I'm not going to disagree with the man. No, I've, I've never seen him play. So no, not at all. I'm not one to uh, slag someone off about their table tennis skills without seeing them play first. So. I would like to host a table tennis championship with our listeners. I, I think there's. A I don't few... invite Steve Bauer. He's the sort of bloke that's good at table tennis. I table tennis is a sport which everyone thinks they're amazing. at Oh no, I don't. I think I'm okay at it. You beat Gary Silver snooker cue. Oh, this is fantastic. We used to have a club. He took his own bat. We, we <laughs> used to have this little um, this little club we'd go to on a Friday mm. after school. And we're, what, the Sex Offenders Club. <laughs> we're all like 14 years old or whatever. And there was a, a kid there who... Had a terrible haircut, let's he, be honest. Let's not went, beat around the bush. Right, i would be nice. I'm being nice. He's a nice kid, but he had a terrible haircut. I think he knows that. Yeah. And uh, he, he used to play table tennis quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, he fancied himself as a bit of a table tennis player. Yeah. Uh, he used to bring his own bat paddle, whatever they're called, down to... With the, waffer. Down to this club, yeah. um, convincing me that he's had the grip specially made for him, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Special padding on each side for his type of spin. Yeah, special padding. Um, really fancied himself. He's just come back from Germany on his big tour. Mm. Uh, and I he, don't think that was true. <laughs> and he goes to me, um, "Do you want a game?" Mm. And I went because I wanted to play football instead. I went, uh, "Sure." You went, Do you want to play the game? Dunna, dunna, dunna. I, I don't often don't if this is a baseline game again I'm out no that's Triple H's theme music oh okay yeah. um, and he goes uh, do you want to play mm. I said absolutely <laughs> yeah uh, one point we'll play to one point stripped to the waist now this this is like those stories you hear about people doing mm. and uh, they almost certainly aren't true but this one wasn't true mm. I put down my table tennis paddle Mm. And picked up a pool cue instead. Wreck it. I'm f- I'm facing the champion of Germany and the world. Can we just say you were using the thick end of the pool cue? Okay. Yeah. 
I think you were using the thick end, weren't you? Yeah. So, a bit more easy, but still hard. He's served it to me. Mm. I've returned it with a pool cue mm. in hand mm-hmm. and won the point. Mm-hmm. I've never played table tennis since. Yeah, well, there you go. Why would you? When you, when you finish on a high like that... Yeah. That's probably one of the highest points you can get to in the table tennis world. And, well... I can't imagine there being much to play for in it, so... Um, Sam, mm. I've completely forgot about this. Mm. I wrote a choose-your-own-adventure. Did I ever tell you about this? What? I recently wrote a choose-your... Do you know what a choose-your-own-adventure is? Is it something where you sort of read a storyline and then you go, oh, what do you want to do? Go this way or that way? Sort yes. Of thing. And then you've got different scenarios for each way. Yeah. You're, yeah, but you've done these sort of things with me before and I always end up dead or with AIDS. <laughs> or... Yeah, but this one isn't you. I, it was going to be a feature for the podcast, but I spent three hours writing the first thing. I don't have three hours time for anything. I know. Mm. And this is why I was like, I can't continue it doing. But it was about a uh, British table tennis champion. <laughs> and I'll, I'll get... Dig it out. Maybe we'll do like a special feature... Which will only be ten minutes. Table tennis. Of me reading it out and you doing the choose your own adventure, okay? Okay. So hopefully I can dig that out and we'll have a little go at that. Yeah. Yeah, that's I promise fine. you if I find it, we'll put it in your feeds, alright? Mm. Um but Sam, we have got to head to a break, as ever. Uh Jordan is gonna take us into mm. the break. And you have the choice this week of one. <laughs> Uh, your choice whether you choose to go for it or go for another one Mm. is Eurovision can I have Eurovision please he's gone for Eurovision so Jordan has ties tight between Eurovision or Uruguay yeah so but Jordan's going to lead us into the break and we'll see you in the second half I am a fan of the Eurovision Song Contest there now follows a party political broadcast Hello, I'm Sam Craft, and I like trees. Next time, think about trees before climbing a tree. You may hurt it. Thank you. Oh, welcome back to Courts on a Coat Rack. A lovely little advert break there for your ears. Now, Sam, Mm. Sam's standing up at the minute, like standing up. In front of the microphone. I'm. Why didn't you do this during the break? Oh no, I'm just checking. Checking what? Some maps don't call Gambia by its right name. This okay. is the Gambia. The Gambia. Yeah. So I was just checking that your map says the Gambia and not just Gambia. And does it? it? Says the Gambia. Well, there you go. It's a correct map from the work. Country so. uh, entirely enclosed by Senegal, I believe. What Gambia? Mm. Landlocked, is it? Yeah, I believe. It's got, yes, it's got, um, it's, um, it's, it's got one coast line, but the rest of the country is totally surrounded by Senegal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And there's people that say this isn't informative, this no, show. there you go. You don't even need to look at a map to, uh, that people go, oh, I know the Gambia now. You don't even mm. need to look at the map, mm. but Sam still did. Yeah. Just to make sure. No, I had to just double check it was Senegal, but I was right. It's the Senegal, mm. they called it now. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to bleep that out? I don't know, you're going to have to have a listen and see if you can pick it up or not. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> horrendous. I didn't. That is horrendous. You I, even... I can't believe I just sneezed that, that quietly. <laughs> I mean, 
bent over as well. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'll try and get this back on track because this has yeah. turned into the worst. Yeah. yeah. So, Sam, if you'd like to come up with me, <laughs> make your way through this. I'm a six offender. <laughs> make your way, make your way through this um, green plume. Yeah. Of stink or whatever this is, and yeah. we are going to head down the hallway. Down that corridor, in that door on the end. Mm. Do you know what that is? That's a. Uh... Oh, wait. Has it got a new door? It's got a new door. Oh, it's email cloakroom. It's email cloakroom. Mm. We are there. Now, mm. we've got one email this week, and this is from Ross29 from Worthing. Dear George and Sam, mm. this might be the first person that's denied access, but I would like to put Steve Bauer in Boardroom wow. 7. Kind regards. Now, Sam, you're the gatekeeper of Boardroom 7, and so far you've let in everyone into Boardroom 7. It's two glass doors, but gatekeeper, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I like to let in natural light. By Uh, glass doors, let me just describe Boardroom 7 for me. I described it last week, didn't I? It's a corner office. It's a corner office, is it? It's very big. Big enough to seat 30 men around the table. Okay. And is it glass? It's got a Cisco phone system inside of it. <laughs> is there glass all around? Uh, one wall is the window to outside. It's probably about 34th floor of a skyscraper. What, what are we overlooking in Boardroom 7? The Gherkin. Gherkin? Yeah. And a car park? And a car park. And a car park. And some air conditioning units. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the other walls aren't glass because they're backing onto other boardrooms. Boardroom yes. 6 and 8. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then uh, the other one's just glass, but it's got like an obscuring thing halfway down it, so when people are sitting at the table, they don't get distracted by people walking past. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Now, um, just on the interior, mm. in the middle of the table, is it one long table? Yes, but the table's like slightly, um, I, w- I want to say oblong. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So it gets narrower towards the ends. So the people can, from the ends don't have to lean in to look at the people in the middle. <gasps> I get it. So it's like a very, very ergonomical. Yes, yeah. that is. Now in, yeah. the, in the middle, is there some sort of like hands-free system, like a speakerphone, so that in a, some sort of conference call, one in the middle, one down towards each end, and okay. then in a conference call, they uh, they can all pick up. Very, they can pick up people talking around the table, and everyone can hear each other. That's because well, obviously all the chatting goes on in the middle because you know that's where the important people that's sit. That's where the big, mm. big. That's boys where sit. I sit when we have the boardroom seven meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've got a new recruit for boardroom seven, Sam. Ooh. Steve Bauer is no, he coming I'm in? Not, I'm not going to let him in. You're not letting him in. Like the guy too much. He's been. I think this vendetta of the whole st- fuck Steve Bauer thing. I'm, you know, I'm not going to quash it, but you know, I'm just not a supporter. I've had t-shirts printed. Like Malcolm X. You like Malcolm X? Yeah. <laughs> not sure about that reference. No. But he's going with it. Yeah. Okay, so Steve Bauer. Steve Bauer, he's not coming in. He goes down he's as, got trainers on. He goes down as he's the first man to be denied entry mm. to Boardroom 7. Yeah. And he really wanted to meet Connor Maynard. And Mulhern's in there. He loves oh, Mulhern. Can, if he wants to go in because Mulhern's in there, I'll let him in. But <laughs> Very lax door policy. No. Ask me another person if they can go in there. Um. Right. Who could we put... Who could we possibly... People with dash cams. Boardroom 7. You're putting people with dash cams in Boardroom 7? Yep. Yeah? Yep. I love the way you... Not up- just anyone with dash cams. People that feel the need to upload them, like cyclists with head cams, that sort of stuff. 
people that upload videos of people doing stuff wrong on the road. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> Just swear at them with the windows up. So, oh, like cyclists. They have their own code, don't they, on YouTube, like for near misses and... Yeah, you've told me about this yeah. before. Mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah. not checked it out. So I, they are, no, not cyclists for me. And just the way they always go up to people afterwards and go, oh, oh, uh, oh, you know what you did wrong back there, don't you? You overtook me and you only gave me two foot of room rather than three. <laughs> I had to go a foot closer to the curb because I was already two foot out. Do you know who I am? Yeah, I'm Ronnie Pickering. I'm Ronnie Pickering. Who? Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the story about him? Got knocked out, got banged out. Did we tell this? Did no, we... we spoke about it at the weekend. Oh, not not on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronnie Pickering, um, a man who, if you don't, I don't think I'd let him in boardroom seven. If you don't know who he is, he's um, he went viral, really, didn't he? When the, again, a cyclist with a helmet cam, or a, yeah. or a motorbike. There was a motorcyclist. Motorbike also deserved to go in boardroom seven. He um, filmed. He cut, maybe cut him up or something, and Ronnie's in a car. But I don't think he'd done anything wrong. To be no, no, and Ronnie's in the car, and um, Paul... Ronnie must have already had some problems that day. Oh, he definitely did. And his poor wife's in the front, whilst like just pretending she's not there, whilst he's shouting yeah. over, going, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah. Now, anyway, Ronnie Pickering got himself in a little. Uh, he got in a tussle. He got in a tussle. Mm. And that news got posted everywhere. Again, went viral, mm. and every comment was just, "Who?" Who? I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, fantastic. Have you seen the other one when the guy's on a push bike and the guy in the car um, shouting at him and the guy on the push bike's like, put your seatbelt on! And stuff like that. It's like, uh, they both shout at each other because the cyclist pulled out in the other car. The guys got out of the car and started trying to chase him. What? Down the road, started trying to chase the guy on the bike down the pavement. But the guy, the guy on the bike has a camera on the back as well. And it's caught the guy falling over the curb and oh, smashing his head on the floor. Lovely. Absolutely fantastic. He's got brain damage. He hasn't woken up, but yeah. Oh. No, I made that up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was really worried. Yeah, then. well. Really worried. There you go. Don't wear a head cam. So, people with dash cams. Dash cams. Initially. They're in boardroom oh, seven. They're going into boardroom seven. Ask me somewhere else. What do you mean? I was going to... No, I was going to say it's about something about Coronation Street, but I think that's a bit close... To the line. Why? Do you know people? I'll that tell you after the show. Well, you know people that like Coronation Street. And Not that, and other things about it. I'll tell you after the show. I'll tell you after the show. I love the way you've said all sorts of horrendous things on this show. It comes to Coronation Street, and you go, "Nah, that's no." Nah, nah. If there's the one line, thing man. you never go to, you never attack Weatherfield. So no, that's it. No. That's one thing. It's in the it's in the podcast handbook. That and the fact that a podcast is not a video. <laughs> Um, would you like any more whilst we've got the uh, doors, doors to ballroom 7 open mm-hmm. is there any more any others you would like to just squeeze in there yeah. just briefly oh, wow 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 just while you're having a little think um, courtonacorec at gmail.com like Ross has done to suggest who you would like to see in ballroom 7 and we're, I'll pitch them to Sam and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll defend them to Sam and it's up to him to decide whether they go in or not you haven't defended the people with dash cams very well no to be honest I don't I don't defend them no yep didn't really because I was defending Steve Bauer not going in you were supposed to attack saying Steve Bauer's got to go in there 
Yeah, he's got to go in there because I've made T-shirts with fuck Steve, Steve Bauer, Bauer on them, yeah. and I need I need to sell them, Sam. All right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, wow. Well, people who people who download pirate films because it's not a victimless crime. <laughs> oh, oh, this is so good. I was um, watching a DVD at Aisha's. And it comes up the other beforehand. Day. Piracy and is not a victimless crime. Do you remember those things that used to come up on DVDs? You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a handbag. <laughs> so why would you steal a DVD? Yeah. Oh, well, I would steal Well, easily, Malcolm, because it's cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. Not that saying that I do it, but... That's no, why the kids do it. But got, you can got, get away with got it. Netflix got now TV, you know. I don't, you don't need to do it don't anymore. Need to do it, you know. Long gone are the days got of Amazon chip Prime. PlayStations and yeah. uh, a man coming around with really dodgy DVDs. Yeah, and go, forty there, forty for a pound. To be honest, I never had that man come round. I had a chip PlayStation, but we used to get our DVDs and stuff off Brent. Right, don't say that. I thought he was a. <laughs> A respectable, He's a respectable man, guy, but he knew he knows a guy. He knows a guy. Yeah, I think it was Brent. I got my chip P- PS2 off Brent. Maybe, maybe bleep Brent, Brent's name. It's his son listens to this. You've said it so <laughs> many times. I'm not going to bother. Um, you've not said his surname, so it's fine. That could be anyone. That's someone we've made up. Pretty sure we got our chips PS2. Off. Brent Pickering. So, thank you very much for Who? everyone listening <laughs> to the show. Um, courtonacorack at gmail.com if you've got any questions or any entries into boardroom 7 mm. uh, Facebook Court on a coat rack oh bin men what bin men can go in boardroom 7 why they've blocked the road they've blocked the road once and now you're saying this they block the road all every time oh, every bin day oh, I drive to work every time they're collecting bins down my route just a fucking pain in the arse so you're putting them in we're going in boardroom 7 bin what, about, what, what about your bin that got stolen well, I've had to wait 10 to 12 days and they've not charged me for it. So I have a feeling that um, that uh, they've accidentally taken it. And I have my number of my, my house number on the front of that bin, so I've got to buy new house numbers for that bin now. And I've got going to buy re- a new house because uh, I've got a new gonna, number on my bin. Are they going to reimburse me that £4? No, doubt no, it. Neither did I. <laughs> Taking them to small claims court. Well, you yeah. do that. I'd rather spend 600 quid on the uh, solicitor's fees. Oh, if you want to get in touch, Twitter is at Court Korak and Instagram Court on a Coat Rack there. Um, we did a little Instagram live in between uh, recording. Yeah, catch one of them sometime. So you, you can feel free to... Uh, They're not jump. going to be scheduled. They're just going to be here, there, maybe not there, but maybe over there. Maybe we'll set it up in Ballroom 7 so someone can see the table. It's a set we're going to have uh, to build. I realise that. It's a set. It's just, I'm sure there's a set builder in Worthing somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, there is. So anyway, thank you everyone so much for listening. It is a goodbye from Sam. Uh, farewell. And it is a goodbye from me. Catch you next week. Yeah, be careful.